By the time you finish this ad, 1,157 people will have planned their travel on Skyscanner. Skyscanner is here to make travel simple while finding you the best deals. From flights and hotels to car rentals, we bring everything together in one place so you can plan the perfect trip from DC and beyond. Discover why over 100 million travelers trust us every month. Search Skyscanner or download the Skyscanner app today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Reptile and Chill. I'm Mike. And I'm Danny. I am the Hots. And for all those listeners who are listening for the first time, this podcast is available to listen to from the Reptile and Chill Facebook page, Spotify, iTunes, and most other podcasting platforms. And if you want to help support our podcast, please head on over to reptileandchill.bigcartel.com and look at our hoodies and t-shirts for sale. Now, let's get on with the show. Fuck yeah! Aye, aye, someone's got a bit lucky today by the sound of it. Mate, that is like literally like (laughs) two seconds in and he's already having to donate a pound. Absolutely right. Yeah. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) How's our week's gone this week, guys? Oh, relaxing. Relaxing. You've been off all week, haven't you? I have. So... I didn't even know I was going to be off all week. So on Friday, my boss rang me up and was like, look, you've got some annual leave you, you need to take. You can't use it in December because we're too busy. So you need to have it off over the next couple of weeks. So I like went, okay then, I'll have next week off work. And he went, yeah, right then. I was like, fucking hell. Awesome. So I've literally done nothing. I've taken a complete break from social media. I have decided to cook loads of meals from scratch and pretend I'm Gordon Ramsay, um, and it's been absolutely marvellous. <laughs> See, that's what your boss told you, that you needed some um, extra holiday, but they've obviously got somebody really important coming around this week and they wanted you out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. That I've, is got, what it is. I've got feelings. No, I know you have, mate. You're a big host, but you have got feelings. Um, <laughs> in, his, in his bell end. I've I've, I've got to say, um, checking out some of uh, your culinary delights that you've put up on Facebook, mate. I'm I'm quite impressed with what uh, what you can put together in the old galley. I'm not. I'm not impressed. Well, put it this way, mate. You do not get this big eating shit food, do you? (laughs) My question is right. I'm not impressed. My question is, where the fuck is mine? Haven't you got it yet? I was no, going to say it'll probably be cold no. by the get by the time it gets here, but it'll be cold, rotten, and good uh, <laughs> yeah, by the time it gets over to Norfolk, won't it, mate? It's, it's stopped at the borders, isn't it? That's what it is. It's <laughs> yeah, stopped at the borders. We're not allowed to take food across, are you? Yeah, North, That's it. Norfolk Patrol went. Ooh, that looks good. Ooh, <laughs> ooh salmon, invasive species. Stop um, that, right? Salmon. That's a good question as well. Have um, have Norfolk opted 
into Brexit or out. <laughs> I, think was, I think it was Norfolk alone that opted in. It, up to him, yeah. I know, what, I know what all the old farmers around here are like. It's like, yeah, we want out of we want out of the EU. They cause us nothing but trouble. Just yeah, close their borders. Yeah, They've until, probably got a point. They've gone through a rough time, the old farmers yeah, have, haven't they? Yeah. So, until they go, yeah, they, they go back to the barn and realise that they've got a French tractor or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Not um, John Deere in sight. <laughs> we, uh, you talk about your food that you're cooking, Hoss. Um, you're on a bit of a diet, aren't you, at the moment, mate? Yes. Um, and for all those listening, yeah, fuck you, don't laugh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm technically not listening. So. <laughs> Laugh all along. Yeah, it's not because I'm fat or nothing. But literally, <laughs> you got no mirrors in your house, Hoss. <laughs> okay, it's not that I'm unhappy being fat. Um, it's energy levels. Um, yeah. Like I used to be able to get up at like half six in the morning, go to bed pretty late as well, and I'd be you running know, running round. You know that comes pretty pass and parcel with being fat, though, right? Yeah, fuck you. Um, <laughs> so, I, to be honest, I think one of the main things is I drink an absolute copious amount of caffeine. So mm-hmm. I need to stop that. Um, so I've cut down the caffeine. I'm allowing myself one cup of coffee in the morning. Then I'm on decaf all day. Um, and just watching the carbs because I, just, I feel really bloated all the time. And I'm not because I'm fat before you say it, Danny. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm just trying it. Um, plus, as well, I love cooking. I'm an absolute pansy for cooking. I really yeah. enjoy it, and I've had a bit of time, so why not? Happy um, days. Yeah, and if you're I you're kind of chef, mate. Ah, uh, no, I could eat everything. That's the problem. <laughs> That's too much energy being a chef. Yeah. Hard, it's hard work. I'll be a chef. <laughs> it's unsociable hours, isn't it? Usually, and yeah. uh, I, I and don't like they work really hard in the kitchens. It's hot atmosphere. It's quite. Uh, mm. It can get quite yeah, hostile really in the kitchen as well. So, uh, so yeah, mm. it is. It is a tough old job. Um, can I apologise? <laughs> I think you bloody should know. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Um, somebody from King Standing obviously came into the area last week and uh, and obviously messed about with the uh, <laughs> the Wi-Fi connection <laughs> and ah. Uh, oh, can I, you know what? can I just say that there are other slightly worse off areas in Streetly around Birmingham? Why just King Standing? Why not Erdington? Hey, hey look, um, uh, I'm from, well, my family's from King Standing originally, so I've got no qualms with that. I was just, as you live there, mate, I just thought it'd be quite funny. <laughs> but can I say, right? So when I listen back to the podcast, and, and I think that's why we've got three three hosts on here, because if something happens, the other two just automatically, you know, just kick in and bounce off each other, and that's why there's no, three no, of no. us on here. That didn't happen. We automatically kicked in and pissed ourselves off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and took the piss out of me. <laughs> what, what, what was he saying now? Uh, oh, I was actually wetting myself. When oh. I listen to it back, and I'm like, Oh, yo, guys, can <laughs> sounded you like a Chunk out of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, but listening to it back, I felt so much better. But when it happens and you can't hear what's going on, it's like you've lost control. So you like you don't know what's going on, and and uh, and, and and you just want to get back on. Uh, and, and and I did mention it on the podcast last week. I love listening to the stories that the guests have. So. 
<laughs> when you can't hear them, you don't know where you are in the podcast when you dial back in. So uh, yeah, it's a bit of a, a bit of a nightmare. But uh, listening to it back, you two sounded very professional and uh, took <laughs> the piece out of me very very well. <laughs> I don't know which yeah. podcast you were fucking listening to, mate, because we just laugh. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Joanna and Jez were fantastic, though, weren't they? I think they were. I think as well, we had quite a few yeah, people messaging as well. Um, yeah. I think Dave Clemens was saying he absolutely pissed himself listening to it. Um, I think that was, again, at your expense as well, Mike. Um, yeah, I do know I'm used to it by now. But, but no, it was, it was all cool. Hopefully, um, you actually can keep on your connection uh, this evening and uh, enjoy a whole podcast with us, because that, that would be lovely. That would be nice, because uh, I know the guest tonight has got loads of really interesting things to talk about, and... Uh, yeah, I definitely want to hear about them all and ask lots of questions. Actually, whilst, I, whilst we're still on the topic as well, um, blaming people of King Standing robbing your internet connection, you're the one who, who basically spilt an entire pint of cider over your laptop. Are you sure that wasn't anything to do with it? Sorry, mate. Say that again. I, I put the. You're I put, it, I put every. No, no. I've just <laughs> put things on the on mute because I'm not in the other room. The dog is obviously having a bit of a mad one, and all I can hear is Billy going, uh, Fletcher. No, no. I'm going. Can you close the door, please? I'm doing the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Basically, what I was saying is you're blaming it on King Standing, but didn't you spill a pint of cider over your laptop? <laughs> well, I didn't. That spill was a nothing pint. to do with uh, it. I know. Uh, do you know what? I did knock it, and there was a bit of cider over the laptop. But um, yeah, by the looks of it, there was no issues with the connection for, um, mm. because of that. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't believe that for one second. But if that's what you're saying, I'd never call you a liar, Michael. I'd never call you a liar. <laughs> right there. Okay. Before we crack on and uh, get on with our features, is there anything that anyone wants to talk about or <clears throat> ramble on about or? No, I think we're good. Okay, cool. So, it's that time of the week. It's Agony Danny. <laughs> oh, uh, have we started? You love that jingle, don't you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I love them all. I think they're brilliant. <laughs> See, so what the listeners don't know, we can't hear that. Hear that, can we? No, I'm, I have, I'm just yeah. miles away. Like, I have to like, edit them yeah. in. Um, <laughs> you have to edit them in. We can't hear it, so we have a little pause, and then we go, yeah, we love that jingle, but we can't hear them. And we had a little bit of a problem with the intro, didn't we? Because we like to hear the intro because it's a sort of like a cue. The music gets us into into uh, into doing the podcast. So we got it all up. Danny was playing it on through his microphone so we could hear it all. And then we all like, hi, yeah, hello, and then and then Hoss just starts talking about some, some another idea that he's got. And we're like, are we, are we, is this going out to the listeners? He's like. Oh, no, no, it was just an idea. I'm like, do you get the idea just as we're all gearing up? So basically... like six beers. Yeah, so, yeah, so basically, Agony Danny of the Week is basically you want to replace me and get rid of me. That's fine. No, that was just my Agony Danny. I can walk Danny out the door. I'm not, wanted. I'm not wanted anymore. <laughs> hey, we need you to edit things and record things. <laughs> we, can do, we can just talk about stuff, but you do all the magic behind the uh, behind the scenes <laughs> so Danny oh, what, what the hell's going on in your brain this week mate oh um the the uh, the main thing is this um this whole um therapy 
animal thing. Um, so, if it, a lot a lot of people who have uh, mental illnesses um, say, seem to have these uh, therapy animals, I guess. I think that's what they're called, therapy animal. Yeah, therapy um, animals, yeah. Yeah, um, which is great. Absolutely, totally, absolutely fine. I have no issues with that whatsoever. I don't think any of us do at all. Not at all, no. Absolutely fair play. Um, you know, if it helps you through some shitty times, I know my animals have, um, yeah. then fair play to you. Um, what I what I really don't... Can you stop choking on your vape, please? Thanks. Um, that can go in agony down here as well. Um, <laughs> um, what I don't agree with is having reptiles as therapy animals and taking them out of their enclosures and taking them on car journeys or to the hospital or to the doctors or to a friends or something like that, or a social gathering or something like that, that you might feel anxious about. Um, yeah. Because right. it, it, it feels, yeah, it feels to me like you're, you're, you're helping your own stress levels, um, but upping the animal's stress levels. Yeah, that's a good sense. point, that is. And he's quite sensitive, isn't he? And you know, we're a massive very, supporter very of, very of mental health. And, and, and mm-hmm. you know, he's a tough one to, to, to talk about. But I think you're absolutely right in what you're saying is yeah. that, you know, that there's yeah, two parties to the... Absolutely. Yeah. You know, without... You know, absolutely. I, I totally, totally understand where people are coming from when they're in, uh, yeah, in you know, having that sort of thing. Um, even if your therapy animal is a reptile, be it a gecko or, you know, any sort of lizard or a snake, fair enough. Take the snake out, take the, the lizard out, have a little cuddle with it, do whatever you need to do, make, you know, feel better and put it back in its tank. It's where it needs to be, you know, most reptiles don't tolerate they, they they tolerate handling and that's about it um they don't enjoy it they don't get anything good from it they don't benefit from it most of them um generally speaking you know um what they definitely don't benefit from is being taken out of their enclosure and going on a car journey with you to the doctors or to the hospital or something like that that's i feel like it's um you're taking the stress away from you and putting it on the animal yeah, and, and you know, I could play devil's advocate here a little bit, Danny, because yeah. we we do that if we go to reptile expos or or we're buying animals, we are moving them in the car. Mm-hmm. But but mm-hmm. I think what you're saying is, you know, if the if it's an ongoing thing where it's just like yeah, I mean, you know, I think with 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 shows as well, you've got to think. Or... If you're taking them from your house and you're going to, say, Doncaster, you are mm-hmm. packing them correctly into a car, keeping them warm, then taking them to a table in a warm room, and mm-hmm. majority of the vendors have got heat cable and heat mats underneath those tubs anyway, so they, they still have some form of heating, they still have some form of care, whereas if you're just whipping it in a taxi and going down the local pub or to your mate's house or whatever... You can't yeah, control the heat. The heat, the heat is what it's yeah. outside. And that's what I wanted to emphasize on. There's, there's different... Yeah, absolutely. No, I definitely, definitely 100% agree. But, and at the same time, if you're taking it to a show, chances are it's coming from your home where it's been most of its life, or, all, all, you know, all of its, you know, young life, and then, and then it's going to a, another forever home. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, that, that literally happens the once 
it should only happen the once, you know, in theory. You know, if, if you have to sell an animal on or something like that, yes, it has to go in a car journey, but it then gets mostly, you know, the advice, the blanket advice is leave that animal to settle for a couple of weeks. <clears throat> but if you're, if you're, uh, therapy animals a reptile then actually chances are you're taking that animal out of its enclosure a lot you know i, I would say um and i barely touch any of mine you know I, I, very very rarely do i get my, my animals out and if i do <coughs> it's it's you know it's on a on a rare basis and and i i can usually tell if my animal really doesn't want to come out i just leave it alone yeah yeah um, definitely so is it i'm not saying i'm not saying you know you know full stop don't do it you know you're a bad person it's, it's nothing like that whatsoever i'm just i'm just saying maybe you know we've got to be a little bit careful with it you know therapy reptiles yeah. are probably not the best animals to have yeah. for, to to you know, cover that base um get a rat or a guinea pig or a hamster or, or a cat you know something like that that you can take with you that isn't as stressed it doesn't doesn't stress as easy yeah you know? and there is certain reptiles out there as well that do get a lot more stress than others and need just that extra Absolutely. bit of care and and i know yeah you know the the, the, the animals that we're, we're not going to mention anything too much about it but the animal that was in this particular um post was an animal that gets very very stressed quite easily yeah and and heavily relies on its enclosure heavily relies on its enclosure you know they need high temps high temps yeah yeah, stuff like that you know and taking it out for a few hours although you know might not seem like a big deal to to some of us but actually it probably is you know especially if it's like during the day and it should be up to sort of 32 34 degrees celsius you're taking it out and it's cold yeah it's cold here it's it's too cold I've never noticed. For most. Never noticed at all. There yeah. Was, there was yeah. ice on my uh, wall this morning. Also, um, just you know, this is this is I'm I'm speaking generally. You know, this most of this is like blanket terms. You know, there's obviously always like exceptions to all the rules and all the points that I'm making. You know, I'm just talking generally. Be try and try and be really careful if you're going to use a reptile for that purpose. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> But yeah, right. that's that's it for me. Right then. Um, one thing I do want to mention as well is um, someone once told me a story about they went down to a pub and this bloke had a Burmese python. And mm-hmm. um, at the time, I didn't actually keep reptiles, and it just popped back into my head. And I thought, at the time when I was told, oh bloody that's cool, you know, massive snake in the pub. Thought <coughs> nothing of it. Obviously, yeah. years down the line, being that little bit more educated and having that knowledge now, but that I do now. What yeah. a stupid idea. Now, this, this animal yeah. was like, I'm talking like 12, 13, 14 foot. Well, what, yeah, it's a big a, animal. What a danger for the, the public, you know. And secondly, the welfare of the animal as well. You know, this is a big animal that has the What potential. was it, in a, t- in a tank in the pub? No, no, he was, he was, no, 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 no. He was quite literally, he was an albino berm, um, and it, or albino, depending on where you're from. And he quite literally walked from his house into the pub and sat down and had a couple of pints with his with his berm around his neck 
<laughs> that is mental. Yeah. And, and the, there's a, the, one of the things straight away that jumps out to me: there's people in that pub that would normally shy away from a from a from a large uh, constrictor. Putting it polite, there's people that had two pint brave in Mike, Mike, you, you're not you're not describing this properly. Shy away. There's some people in that pub would be absolutely scared, fucking shitless, like yeah. that, like genuinely petrified. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know what but I mean? what I'm yeah. saying is, that, but as soon as people start to get some drinking to them, they get brave, and then they think that's when things go wrong. Then because they go, oh, I can pick yeah. this up. They don't know what they're doing. They're inexperienced. I can do this. I can do that. I mean, that's 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 totally taken away from the fact that you know the welfare of the animal in there. That, that you know, it's not it's not going to be uh, at the right temperature for him. But even if it was nice and warm, and, and obviously they're allowed out for a certain amount of time. But if everything was perfect, yeah. even still, in a pub yeah. where everybody's drunk, it's very getting stressful. Drunk, that's wrong, isn't it? It's a wrong. Plus, as well, right? I, I don't think they serve lager in water bowls. I don't think it's very no. appropriate. Not fair on the no. animal entirely. That's it. That's yeah. it. Where, where's it going to hide? <laughs> if it does need to get away, you know, a, a, a big. You've got a big snake, right? Yeah. You've got a busy pub, a loud pub, right? Probably back that. When was this? Um, when I was, he was young. I was probably about 13, 14 at the time. So okay, was, okay, let's, let's be fair ago. then. About five let's years ago. Yeah, yeah. Let's be fair. <laughs> a, a very smoky pub. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A very, very smoky pub, a loud pub, a busy pub, hands all over it. Now, a big snake is going to want to do what when it gets stressed? It's going to want to hide away. Well, it's, it's, going to want it's to not going to fit in a pack of KP peanuts, is it? Exactly, yeah. exactly. It can't sit under an ashtray, can it? So what's it, it's, it's going to start lashing out, and it chances are the second that animal's had enough, it's going to start biting. Yeah, and that, <laughs> that, that's, that's the way I see and it. And that's another newspaper story for some jackass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that huge, would have been the entertainment of the yeah, evening, wouldn't huge, it? Huge, deadly boa attacks <laughs> young boy in pub. Young boy in pub, yeah. yeah Minding his own business. Yeah, Mexican black king. Right, anyhow, guys, <laughs> I'm... Um, well, we, we, Danny, you said you didn't have a lot to talk about tonight, and uh, he lies. You're, 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 basically, <laughs> we, we, lies. we smashed it. We smashed it, haven't we? Yeah, we smashed it. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Um, so I've got something really interesting to talk about this week. Um, it's Hoss's herb of the week. Okay, so this week is the Puerto Rican boa, or the Chilobothrus inartus. In Inornatus, whatever the hell that is. Um, I really shouldn't be doing this feature. I can't pronounce fucking shit, man. Um, <laughs> right, okay, so... Can I just, before you go on any further, and I'm sorry to, 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 to butt in, right, because I know this is your bit, but how come you get three attempts or four attempts and, and, and if we, <laughs> we stumble on our words, right, you go, fuck it, it's going in. I'm, I'm not editing it. You're going to edit these out. <laughs> I don't know what you're on about, mate. Hoss likes to sound proud. I don't, I don't does, know yeah. what you're on about. This is the first take. <laughs> you're just taking the fucking All right, piece. carry on. What was the name of it again? Sorry, the Puerto Rican boa, or the Chilobotherus in Ornatus. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Very good. This is an endangered boa, and it's found on the island of Puerto Rico. Um, they are relatively slender for a boa, um, and they go through a bit of an ontogenic colour change as they go from hatchling into adult. So um, their colours can be quite varied. Um, so they're kind of black, dull brown, grey, blotchy kind of thing. Um, 
and they reach around the length of six to seven foot. Um, now they're found all over Puerto Rico in general, um, but in their greatest numbers is in the north and western region of Karst, um, and that area is kind of like um, it's very dominated by rock formations in caves and that kind of thing, um, and it's kind of set amongst tropical rainforest. Um, so. Go, go and check pictures. Uh, Google's your best friend. We'll whack a picture on our Facebook page as well of the Puerto Rican boa. It has one ugly, bloody head, <laughs> but it's quite a fascinating species to look at, and it's critically endangered, and hardly anyone is working with these in the captive hobby, so go and check them out. Other than other than the obvious colours <clears throat> and uh, eye shape, and a little bit of the head shape, they are quite sim- similar to ATBs. They are... Um, Technically, an a, 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 a borable, a, a tree-dwelling boa. Um, mm-hmm. It's far too late in the evening to be using posh names. Um, but yes, yeah, so oh, yes, I don't know what you're on about, mate. It's, seven, it's half past seven in the morning. I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I want to get John Campbell, our guest, to uh, tell us what the time is when he comes on, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've made revel in that. <laughs> so, what uh, fucking time? What time do you call this, boys? <laughs> yes, they they are quite commonly found in the trees and whatnot. So that he explains the similar body shape to the ATBs as well. Do you know what though? All snakes are found in trees. <laughs> There's not a Ooh. lot that, uh, honestly. Oh, bit of controversy there. Oh, well. yeah, but what about python? What about what about royals? They live in uh, termite mounds. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh. absolutely you true. Know, Danny, really I'm, Danny, I'm no longer buying you a Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> and they're called and they're called ball pythons. Seen the size of them. Uh, <laughs> them, them, them termite mounds. Have you seen the size of them? Sad that, have Massive. You, have you seen the size of what you call it? We had on the other week. Um, my little Danish friend. Um, say big Danish friend. Have you, seen, have you seen the Have you seen the size of his locality? Raw pythons. Yeah, the massive. Yeah, oh, yeah huge. Absolutely huge. Yeah, that's what he was yeah. talking about. But yeah, man. Anyway, yeah. that's enough of herp of the week. Um, Mike, what have you got to tell us? The Hurt Times excitedly spoken by Phelpsy. Oh, this is the bit where I don't stop breathing, isn't it? <laughs> we're going to get you a little oxygen tank, I think. <laughs> okay, so only just just a couple of things that I wanted to talk about, really, with regards to the news. Uh, one is quite serious. The other one's quite interesting. Um, what I think is quite serious is Iceland, the company, um, had brought out an advert, and I know they've put a ban on or, um, them selling products that have got palm oil in, which yeah, I so think is a fantastic That's thing. their own products, not that's it sorry on their on their own products so they brought an out brought out an advert um sort of like um uh, putting that out there and 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 the television companies have pulled the advert and it was banned from being aired and i and i just think god what what why are they doing that and obviously we know the reasons is because there's a lot of people out there making you know millions and millions of pounds off the back of the products that that contain palm oil um and for those people that don't know um palm oil is put into so many products everything. i mean just to name a Bloody few everything red crisp margarine vegan cheese soap ice cream pizza bases shampoo mm-hmm. chocolate 
Um, the biggest um, use for it is in fuel, believe it or not, and I didn't know that. I think something like a 66%, 70% uh, use for it is in fuel. Um, 66 million tonnes a year is used, okay? Mm. And the problem on that is, is because it's in such high demand, um, the areas that have got rainforest and, and decent forests, they're being chopped down. And basically the people in these areas, which are usually a poorer area, are using the land to produce palm oil. So these plantations are, are cropping up and uh, the forestry and the and the rainforest are, are being chopped down, which, as we all know, you know, this is a massive last loss of habitat for so many animals, not just reptiles, but all animals that live in these areas. Um, but not just that, it causes a massive displacement of indigenous people that we, we tend to forget about. Um, and I watched an amazing documentary a little while back, and it was Chris Chris Packman who did the documentary. And I don't know if you guys saw it. It was called In Search of the Lost Girl. Mm -hmm. No, not so, that one. Oh, I tell you what, I recommend it. So basically, 20 years ago, whilst he was filming in Sumatra, uh, Chris took this famous picture of a young girl. She was a member of sort of like a hunter-gatherer tribe. And... The, the the photo just captured something really special and it was a beautiful picture uh the photo won loads of awards and because of it was uh, it, it had so much beauty and and and, and took in everything that what it was all about it sort of like put chris on the map in that sense of things um 20 years later Chris Patman goes back in um, to Sumatra and he tries to find this girl, bearing in mind she was part of a tribe and all he had was a photograph. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to ruin the story, but he, he tells the story of him tracking her down and, and, um, and, and if, you know, I'm not going to say whether he found her or not, but what was apparent was the amount of deforestation that took place in that 20 year period. And when he's walking around, he's got, you know, he explains it really, really well. Um, but it was all down to the palm oil plantations. And it does go into explaining a little bit about it. So, so I would really, really recommend uh, people to watch that because I thought it was fantastic. It was a really, really good documentary. And like I say, I don't want to ruin it, but when you look into it, it does give you a, a bit of an eye-opener on, on what's going on with regards to palm oil. <clears throat> hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's something that I've looked into quite a bit, and I uh, I think with most things, when you, I've watched a... Um, couple of different films on the whole uh, milk industry and dairy industry and it was like fucking hell I need to start like cutting down or being a little bit more careful where I where I source things from and I have in a roundabout way you know I I'm lucky that my parents uh, they've got a place in Welshpool so all my eggs come from a farm in Welshpool now my dad goes there every weekend and brings eggs back on the way Um, you know I've cut down the amount of cheese and the amount of milk that I have as well and you know, it's, it, every little bit helps. It'd be great if I could go vegan, but I'm 22 stone, it ain't happening. Um, <laughs> and, and, and you keep reptiles. And there is that as well. Um, <laughs> and I looked at this palm oil crisis, and I was like, right, okay, what can I do? What can I do to help? You know what? There's not a fat lot. 
It's hard, isn't it? I yeah, think the, uh, the so, big suppliers need to do something yeah, about it. It's, I it's think, so I expensive think, to go I think, primal free. And yeah. It's so much thought as well. Like you, you wouldn't be able to go to a convenience store and buy anything. It's just impossible. I think. Um, I think. May. Everything like this starts, you know, small. Everybody's got to start small. So I think um, maybe if everybody looked around their kitchen, had a look at all their products, found something that has a high percentage of palm oil in it, and went to the shop and found something, a an alternative that doesn't have palm oil in it, that would be a start. Even I think just that's a fantastic idea. idea. If we, if we all one just replaced I- one, one item... If everybody did it, how yeah. many people? How many people are in the UK? Okay, you know what? Whilst you're talking, sixty million. Sixty million. I'm fine. in the UK. 60, yeah. sixty million. Sixty million people did that. Just one household item, even if it's just shampoo. Yeah, and and then got an organic shampoo or an uh, you know a more a more ethically sourced shampoo, something like that. 60 million people did that, that would make a drastic change. Absolutely. Well, okay. <clears throat> That's what so, right. Pe- peanut butter, um, peanut, a lot of different peanut butters contain palm oil, whereas uh-huh. um, Whole Earth Organic, which you can buy from Sainsbury's, Tesco, Asda, that contains no palm oil whatsoever. Um, okay. So there are there is a company called Umbar Chocolate. There is no raw um, palm oil, there's no palm oil. Um, obviously, a lot of the um, products from Lush, um, they're all palm oil free. Um, yeah. Waitrose's uh, multigrain farmhouse batch bread, uh, that mm-hmm. is palm oil free. Um, <coughs> I, think, I, think I mean, the listeners can talk there, there things things palm oil free products. And, and I think Danny's got an absolute great idea and point there just have a look at a couple of products in your house and go do you know what yeah i can change that from this yeah. it's the same cost and we're going you know that 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 product alone is palm oil free so i think it's it's yeah. great for the listeners to 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 uh just just to have a look item. and be aware of just one item each once yeah. you've got that once you've got the hang of that two items then three items then four items give it a year and, you know, we'll make a huge change. Or we could just shop in Iceland more often. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing that I wanted to bring up, and I'm conscious of time because I know that we want to get the guest on, uh, and I'll be quick about this. Um, I don't know if you heard, there was a, a report out that scientists have dug up around about 300 worms from about 32,000 to 42,000 years ago. And they were caught in sort of like a permafrost and then obviously been frozen over time. And like your garter snakes, certain types of garter snakes, they can freeze during the winter and basically thaw thaw out during the spring. Mm-hmm. Scientists have managed to bring two out of the 300 um, samples that they had out of this stage so they thawed them out and they are now alive and living forty two thousand years later. So, so the uh, oldest creatures that, on land pretty, at the moment. That pretty much cryogenesis or cry whatever it is. Yeah. Cryogenic the frozen thing. Yeah. So so naturally what, what kind of 
What kind of worms are they? Lobworms, earthworms? No, no. That uh, and do you know what? I, I, I'm not going to just guess now. Um, <laughs> when I read the report, they are, I, uh, you know, they're, they're not like your earthworms. They are sort of like a, a microorganism. Not not microorganism, but they're not just your know, your common earthworm no. that you find in your garden. Um, and I'm not even going to pretend that I know what they are, but. I, because I don't, but but type it in and have a look. It, it's quite an interesting read. I think it's frightening and amazing at the same time. Yeah, you know. all the parasites that I could potentially be carrying, <laughs> that we have yeah. no idea what they are. We haven't got Absolutely. a clue what our parasites are. So these are forty-two thousand year old, you know, parasites that we are now potentially fucking about with yeah we, we don't I, I bloody hope that lab has got good biosecurity that's all i'm saying <laughs> so so that is the frightening side of it but it is also amazing i mean would it be possibly <laughs> years to come that other creatures or even reptiles could be around after thousands of years of being extinct makes mm. the question doesn't it well, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm guessing, like in a couple of thousand years' time, people are going to come off reptile and chill and go, "Ah, oh, that sounds like a really good thing." <laughs> if, if we freeze, Let's awaken it. yeah. If we freeze Danny Wells right now, <laughs> don't get me wrong, right? We'll suffer for the rest of the podcast's years without him. <laughs> However, in forty-two thousand years, he'll be able to bring us back. Straight back in, yeah. Amazing, um, yeah. And he'll be there going. On. Art, Mike, where are you? Where are you? <laughs> Boy, where, where are you gone? <laughs> we, we, we all know we want to preserve this body. Uh, imagine what they'll be in, in 42,000 years' time. There'll be hover tractors and everything in Norfolk. People will be like, reptile and what? <laughs> oh, we can download. No, them. in forty-two thousand years' time, Norfolk could be exactly the same because nobody's allowed in. Nobody's allowed out. <laughs> can you imagine it? It'd be, you know, right now, iTunes and Spotify like the latest technology. <laughs> if you said that in forty-two thousand years, it'd be like, oh my god, you're such a dinosaur. <laughs> no, they'll be going. It's coming out next week. We've just been told. <laughs> <laughs> right, enough of our absolute waffle. Yeah, Should man, we, let's get Campbell on. Guest on. Come on, then. Get him in. Phone that. ringing. Do you reckon he's feeling fabulous? Have, has anybody noticed? I hope so. Let's ask him. Has anybody noticed when when Hoss is waiting for something, he goes, da 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 da. There he is. Oh, the main man, he's here. Mr. Campbell. Good evening, how are you? Oh, I'm good, thanks, mate. Right, first question, mate. Are you feeling fabulous? Fabulous, yes, slightly. Where are you? Where are you, on Mars? No, no, why? We're sounding dodgy. You sound like you're on Mars, (laughs) with your phone up your bum. (laughs) 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 Is it sounding clear, yeah? Yeah, you you just need to to speak up up a little bit if you can. Have you got your volume turned right up on your microphone, mate? You sound as clear as a phone could wedged in a bum hole. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. Let me turn turn you down. Sorry, I'm speakerphone. Is that better? Right, you, yes. You're probably better off speakerphone. Yeah, you're on speakerphone. Right, okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's cool, man. Right, okay, so thank you. For How coming. you doing? Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. I'm, 
that's great, man. It's great to be asked, you know. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's a good cause at the end of the day, isn't it? It really is. You've got to support it. It's a good Absolutely. cause for three idiots to sit around Respect microphones. Respect all of us. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so obviously no pressure, no nothing. We're just going to have a laugh. Um, how did you get into reptiles, mate? How did I get into reptiles? Well, I can remember being at school. It was probably, oh, Carl, must have been about four, maybe. And some lad, he brought in a slow worm. <laughs> and all the kids were really, really excited about it. And I was thinking, what are they excited about? Some little worm. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I remember. Yeah, so I thought, okay, then I'll go and have a look at it. So it was in like a little, you know, like a little plastic um, fish bowl. And I thought, okay. And so I had a little look in. And I was amazed. It had eyes and everything. And a tongue. <laughs> and I was like, wow. And I always remember that moment. For some reason, it always sticks in my head. And I yeah. think I was hooked from then. But I didn't get my first ever snake until a few years after that. Probably. That, yeah, how long was you waiting for then, John? Um, let me think. We moved back to the Midlands, I think it was about 1986, if I remember. I remember going to the pet shop. No. Yeah. How I know, old are yeah. you? 39, mate. <laughs> <laughs> 39. He was, was a young starter, wasn't you, John? I've still got it, mate. I've still got it. Fair <laughs> <laughs> play. So that's... So that's I don't need them little blue pills yet, mate. So, so John, you went to obviously you you it was sort of like the the, the slow worm that that drew you in, and then you say yeah. some years after that, that that you before you actually was able to buy one. So, so what was your first reptile? It was a garter snake. It was a garter snake. I'm not sure how we got on to being able to get a snake. I remember just asking my mum and dad all the time and I think they must have just gave in and they went see. to that pet shop in Warsaw see ah uh, Serpentarium was it it was before it moved to there if I remember right I remember okay. going to the shop it was it was just before it moved to Fair Street it was a bit before it moved to Fair Street if I remember vaguely right. remember it and and uh, you 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 got your garter snake and and what was yeah. what was your, how how did you set up um, your garter snake back then, mate? Well, it was the red bulb. It was a a thermostat which was a wire kind of little sensor that goes on a glass, if I remember, in a little glass tank with a sliding lid. Because because I mean I back then. And like I say, I'm a little bit older than you, but the the, the first starter snake that a lot of people got back then was uh, was the garter snake, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've never looked back since. Oh no, no, no! You're still, no, you're, still yeah, yeah. you're still keeping garters, aren't you? I am, yeah, I am. Yeah, that's awesome. Especially eating snakes, I suppose that's where the passion is, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So from from when yeah. you started keeping, um. Obviously, we know that you keep a lot more differently now with husbandry advancing over the years. Um, yeah. So what's the kind of approach that you take with your husbandry now? Uh, are you 
someone who prefers the newspaper method, you know, very sterile, or do you prefer like a more natural approach? I definitely prefer a natural approach now. Right, yeah, okay. 100% now, yeah. Right, okay. Before, I don't know, before it was newspaper back then, I suppose it was easier back then, it's all we knew. Yeah. Right, okay, so what are you currently keeping um, and what kind of enclosures are you keeping them in if you want to describe some of the setups and whatnot? Okay. Well, I've got a nitric species, I've got die snakes, I've got the millet grass snakes. <coughs> I've got I've got the native grass snakes, Helvetica. I've got the viperines, native tamora. I've also got the granusoma. I've got the rhino rats, the rain snakes, and the green trinket snakes. Mmm. Yeah, they're beautiful. Yeah, they're nice. I saw some of those yeah. in Doncaster, John, and they was absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, teeny tiny little green shoelaces. Are you breeding them? Beautiful, yeah. Yes, mate, yeah, I've got babies now. I've got ha- two. Oh, left. have you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did, didn't, didn't, um, didn't uh, Ashley have one of you? Yes, that, he did, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And John, what, what what do you go through? What's the process of going through um, breeding those? Um, well, it's pretty straight. Well, it's pretty easy, I think, to be honest. Yeah, That's what you're successful, mate. Winter cycle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't, how do I do it? I'll give him a, a calling period between six and eight Celsius. Um, That's cold. Mm-hmm. That's damn yeah. cold. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's about two to three months. I do that with all of them, to be honest, all the non-breeders as well, because it's what they do in the wild. So yeah, you know, you've got to you know, help them out, isn't it? And then I yeah, bring nice them up. Promotion. Yeah, I pair, <laughs> I pair them together, and then I just get the eggs. You know, I don't do anything special. You know, I'm and not, then um, and, and then from a, from a, from a, from a, from a wheel or nothing. I don't think I'm not. I'm not really reinventing the wheel. I can't. Yeah. Uh, and then, from an incubation point of view, John, obviously you get the eggs, and 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 how do you incubate? What what type of incubator do you use, and what temperatures do you use? I've got a Lucky Reptile incubator. You know the ones. The other ones you can get them as I don't know, like a wine, a wine caller, but yeah, yeah, like a little beer fridge. Lucky yeah. Reptile put that little stamp on, don't they? <laughs> Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. I sucked in, I thought I'll have one of them. I'll <laughs> uh, just use that incubator at about 26, 26, mm-hmm. 27-ish. The norm, oh God, the hatch rates, well, the hatching length, to be honest with you, I'd have to check my notes off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you really. Fantastic. I, I down. For the cooler, for the cooler, for the cooler temperature species, like the um, yeah, matrix and stuff like that, I I can uh, I can um, assume the hatch rate is quite high, isn't it? Yes, yes. They t- they tend to do pretty well and they breed quite readily, don't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, fairly easy to breed, to be honest. Yeah, big numbers too. Like, to you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the rest yeah. is up to you. Getting them, getting them feeding is the hard part. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. Okay, I'm down to individual steak. You get some that are really easy. 
Absolutely. Get from that you have to work on. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah, saw, yeah. saw some of your animals for sale at Doncaster, and they are ridiculously <coughs> tiny. So what kind of food items are you offering them when they're that small? Well, which ones are we talking about, Matt? We're talking about the trinkets or, and, or well, the matrix? But, but they're all quite small, but the trinkets especially were very, very, very small. Well, the trinkets first start, I normally try a pinky heads. That's yeah. what I'll start with. And does that yeah, take... They're quite um, large for babies, to be honest. Is it, you know, there are no rats. They're even smaller. And they take a lot longer to get ready. And and then would you yeah, would you offer them a pink would you offer them a pinky head as well, John? Yes, yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I, I, suppose, I assume I assume the natrix species are um tiny bits of cut up fish. Yes, mate, yeah, trout. Yeah. Trout yeah. with uh, you know a vitamin powder on. Frog leg or two. Well, I haven't tried frog's legs yet, you know. I need no. to uh, uh I need to get down to the Chinese shop and give them a bash, you know. <laughs> 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 stereotyping on reptile and chill. No, it's, not, it's not stereotyping. <laughs> it's just that it's the only place you can buy a box of 100 frog's legs without getting your wallet basically ripped out your arsehole. Do you not have any, do you not have any uh, French restaurants around where you are? Oh, no, not at all. I was going to say that then, Danny, yeah. I was going to say that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Chinese like a good French Dog's leg as well. They do. Oh yeah. Or a dog's okay. leg, will you? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting one of them in a Tesla. Station Yeah. Okay. So I remember ages ago, me and you were sat down and spoke, John, and you you mentioned that you did some work uh, with the Ada Conservation in the UK. Uh, was it? Was yeah. that with Nigel Hands, if I remember correctly? Yes. Yeah. So only like a handful of times I've done it. Yeah. So, I wouldn't say. I'll so what, what, regular, what was all that about and what did you do and what, what is all that, you know, what does Nigel do? <coughs> well, Nigel's, um, he, what's the word? Ecologist, is it? Yeah. Ecologist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's a professional and he basically does a lot of reptiles, survey work, um, you know, all over the country, to be honest. And because so, so- he's a localist lad. So does that um, does that uh, involve sort of fi- finding the animals and documenting where he's found them and and possibly tracking yes. them by by, by yes. specific patternings or yeah. well you yeah. have head shapes yeah yeah the head pattern shapes they used to go by and we did a um, a swabbing survey I think that was in. 2011. That was quite interesting doing that. Yeah. So, so this was this was going out and then finding finding adders in certain locations, yeah. documenting it, and you saying you had to swab them. Yeah. Yes. What yeah. Swab is that for? A, is that for a DNA record or? Yeah, it was to find out about the inbreeding. I see. If it was, uh, you know, well. Yeah, it, it, I suppose. I can't because, remember. I can't remember the outcome now. It was that long ago, if I'm honest. But um, I, I shouldn't imagine it's 
I, I suppose because they're being their colonies are sort of like so small now in certain localities mm. throughout the UK. I should imagine that that is a is a worry that that you know the inbreeding that that there's, there's, there's no new blood coming in from 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 out of it because yeah. the, the regions are so far apart. So I should imagine so, so there's, there's a whole lot of it. To be fair, a whole lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah, the junctions. You know, there's no way of them to get together. And uh, I mean, new line coming in. Yeah, absolutely. And we and without giving any sort of like detailed locations away, whereabouts in the country was you looking? I mean, you know, you know, just so our listeners know that there are adders in 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 sort of like certain areas. Um, where whereabouts in the uh, whereabouts in the UK was you looking, John? In the West Midlands. All in the West Midlands. Yes. I can't okay. really say where. No, no, that's fine. They're sensitive sites, but yeah, they're in the West Midlands. Yeah, Mike, I, I won't uh, tell the secret, but I'll take you. <laughs> I, know, I know a couple of sites ran by us. I know you know some sites, don't you? Yeah. See, well, I mean, it, was, it was one of the things. I've never been to your sites, Dan. Actually, well, there's, there's actually. Um, I'm trying to quickly go on my phone now. Um, I went to a invert show last year. Not sorry, this this yeah. year, and I got talking to a bloke. Um, his name was Tim Jenkins, um, and he does. I think he does a very similar thing to to Nigel. And there is a park very close to where me and Mike live, and yeah. he was like, "Oh, before uh, I found adders and grass snakes there." And I went, "Bollocks, have you? No, you haven't. You'll find toads and frogs, and that's about it." He goes, no, 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 I've got photos. So he's going through his phone, and there's certain parts of that park where you would recognise it. And he's there holding adders. I go, I ain't got a a second. Okay, so have you got any information on this? He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, we've got mats down. I haven't been there for about 12 months, so they're probably going to be very overgrown now. But they're they're still there. We've got permission to put them down. Um, And he passed on over all that information. So hopefully this coming spring we'll we'll, we'll be able to go out and have a look to see what's going on. Um, I I said to John last year, I said I really want to go. And I know John had done it previously. And I was like, I'd love to go out with you. I've never done herping um, properly in the UK. You know, I've gone out and looked for toads and frogs and and newts and, and this, that and the other. And I'm always looking for snakes. If I'm honest with you, I, I was fishing a few years ago and some grass snakes um, were in that area and they come sort of like across the little pool that I was um, yeah. fishing in and that was lovely to see. Um, and my uncle lives over sort of like by uh, Kingsbury Water Parkway and walking down the canal, you'd see the grass snakes at certain point to the uh, dropping into the canal. But I've never actually, I'd love to see adders and obviously... Lizard, common lizards, and 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 whatnot. That we all our native species. But I know John. That's sort of like one of your passions, isn't it? Our native species. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You should yeah, have to go in March. You should move this end, Mike. They're everywhere. Oh, see. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> we get everything over do, here. Do they need a passport to get out? Cause, uh, we ain't got the human population, but we got the reptile population. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> it's, funny, it's funny that, isn't it? It's funny that, isn't it? Because where we, where we seem to go, they seem to disappear. And, right, it's uh, quite funny, actually. I think, <laughs> I think you've hit the nail on the head there. I was reading a paper earlier about Norfolk, and apparently the herpetofauna 
in, in, in Norfolk has got a higher IQ than the actual native humans that live there. I'd say that's about right. Yeah. <laughs> Although listening to this podcast, I think uh, the listeners will think differently. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was it, Mike? Can you hear me? Yeah. I'm saying nothing. Oh, um, John, while, 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 we're talk, whilst we're talking about sort of like going out and doing herping and uh, in, in the UK, and I know like you've done it before and what we've spoke about, if any of the listeners are interested in doing that, have you got any recommendations how they can get involved or any organisations they can get in touch with that will sort of like help them on their journey to, to doing that conservation work? Well, yeah, you can contact the local amphibian and reptile group in the area okay which is probably have to have a look yeah and see who's doing it in the area you know but yeah it's quite easy to find on on the internet yeah they've all yeah, got they their own facebook groups yeah yeah, uh, yeah yeah guys can i stop you all yeah, just for one sec yeah can i stop everybody for one sec you don't need a poo do you ready oh man <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing? John, what opened. are you drinking? He's open to beer. Uh, uh, I've got my gin. Mmm. <laughs> I've sat in my car because it's quiet. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so I'm going to wipe the car. Yeah. And I've got a bottle of gin. I've got a bottle of gin. It's freezing my tits off. I'm going to freeze the day for you guys. I just bought me a drink at the Christmas party. So it's not quite Mars. You know, you know what, close. right? <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a good effort, right? But Tal Hicks beat yeah. you completely. Me and him sat in a car and recorded a podcast, and it was like oh, 30, 35, 40 degrees in that car, easy. So, uh, good effort, mate, but unfortunately, <laughs> you've been beaten. Yeah, 35 degrees, mate, where I am. Looking at me, uh, machine. <laughs> okay, so going on about. Really calm, mate. I've got an acorn in my pants, you know what I mean? <laughs> Drinking. Wee. Yeah, so Reptile and Joel do not um, affiliate with John Campbell's acorn problems. Um, right, okay, so is it green? <laughs> right, okay. Um, keeping things moving, yeah, keeping things going swiftly forward. Um, I've been talking about things being cold and outside. Um, yeah. You keep quite a few different European species, and Danny's going to keep tistering in the background. <laughs> um, you keep quite a few different European species um, in outdoor enclosures. Um, so, firstly, how the hell are they surviving in this weather? Um, and what kind of enclosures? And well, explain why you do it and how come you can do it. I'll do it. Okay, well, I went to visit someone who lived by us, and he was, um, he was using these, what they called, roofing felts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not roofing felts, sorry. What am I talking about? Polycarbonate like roofing sheets. Like a Kingspan insulation? Yeah. No, it's, it's, I don't know, it's polycarbonate, isn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah, what what the, are your um, um, conservatory roofs built off? That kind of yeah. thing? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, like yeah, the corrugated stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's the, yeah, that's the stuff, mate, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all inside. You've got loads of layers of plastic inside, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Loads of thin layers, and it's quite thick on the outside of the wall. And it's quite smooth. 
Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Sue was using that, so I thought, oh, that's, that looks easy enough, I'll have a go. So, you know, I copied the idea. I built a rectangle about, I think the one is, well, actually, it's all in one now, but, you know, the big divide, so it's about, what is it? Know, six metres possibly by <clears throat> two metres. Wow. I stuck them together with uh, silicon. I did the corner joints you put in the doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Uh, PVC corner joints, I used that. I siliconed them. And I put some screws and bolts in there as well, just as extra. Did you, dig, did you have to dig down at all, mate? Or is this literally just building it as a frame? Uh, no, I dig down as well. I have to dig down about... About 50 centimetres, roughly. Okay, yes, yeah, so a half a metre. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah. a question I wanted to ask, actually. Is it, is it effectively a box, or is, the, is, is it actually... Um, does it have a floor, and no, then, you know, no. your four walls? So, so it actually technically is connected to, you know, the outside earth. Yeah, yeah. So if they, if they really oh, wanted to, they could burrow it down. Yeah. Right, so, so they could they could burrow down and sort of get out, but you know it's it's unlikely. It's unlikely because they've got like a hardcore on the bottom floor, okay. like drainage and that. So it'd be very very unlikely. Yeah, because the hardcore bottom, the gravel bottom on there, it's very. Yeah, it's probably about you know. So so you've sort of like dug out a bed um, of of six metres by two metres, put some hardcore down, um, probably put some soil on the top and then used used your polycarbonate um, uh, material as like a frame around it then to create your sides. And then and then but you didn't put that you don't put that on the top, do you? Do you put a mesh on the top? Yeah, yeah, I've got like a frame on there. And then on the top, I've got like a mesh. I suppose like that, you know, aluminium kind of mesh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's about two inches square. Okay, you so know, and I painted it back then, so it doesn't, you know, so it's easy to see if that makes so, sense. So my my brain's thinking, right? Okay, you have got reptiles, and it's the middle of the winter, and it's f- quite literally freezing and snowing. Yeah. So, do you remove the animals, or do they stay in the enclosure? I leave them in there, mate. I leave okay. them in. So the reason they just, they just go underground. Right, okay. go underground. Yeah. So the reason why they're basically surviving is because they're going underground, away from the frost, where it's slightly warmer. Yeah. Um, right, yeah. okay. So that makes a lot of sense, really, doesn't it? Well, I suppose yeah. they go into quite a natural brumation period, though. Yeah, they? absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And if you think about it, you think the temperatures that we, we was talking about earlier for, for, for brumation, um, mm-hmm. you know, these are European animals that are going to be able to take it a little bit colder. And, you know, it might be minus two, minus three, minus four above ground, you know, when you're exposed to all the elements. But when you dig down and you're, you're in your cosy little, uh, you know, mm-hmm. your, your cosy little yeah. home underneath ground, you're probably not far off those temperatures. <laughs> Yeah, you can guarantee it's a couple of de- always a couple of degrees warmer underground. Yeah, yeah. Have, yeah. have, you, have you not thought Definitely. of putting any um, thermometers, some, some thermometer probes down into the burrows to see what the temperatures the temperatures are this time of year? That's a good idea, mate. To be honest, yeah. Okay, but yeah, it'd be interesting that's to know. Right, yeah, why not? No, 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 that's a good shout. I'll have to. I'll try that, and I'll let you know. It yeah, was. No, um, 
something something i always find interesting is uh at that time of the year when it gets to sort of like spring and all of a sudden i see some posts on facebook where you're going they've started you know you start to see them i should imagine that's just as exciting every single year when they start to come out you know uh, and show themselves and and, and start it? to it's, like, it's, right. it's literally like as as close to a wild animal you're gonna get isn't it yeah really you know, it hurts in my reason. I like it literally It's literally in your back garden. It's amazing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I don't need to get on a plane to see, you know, a green lizard. I could just go in my garden and have a look. Do you know what, though, as well? And, and <laughs> I know you've got, a, you've got a young family as well, John, and isn't that yeah. lovely to be able to go out in the garden with your kids and go, yeah, look, guys, it's spring now. They're starting to come out and you're starting to spot them you know it's what i used to do in my dad's pond looking for the frogs and newts when they started to come out and, and, and appear i mean if you could do that with snakes and reptiles then wow it's another world for for the, the listeners benefits so uh, because obviously we spoke yeah. about this a little bit before what species are you keeping outdoors right well okay i've got the native um lizards i've got the I've got another common lizards, slow worms. I've got the green lizard, which I can't pronounce the name, the scientific name, so I'm not going to try. <laughs> Bombina. Um, something else. Oh, the natterjacks as well. Oh, the natterjack toad. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's good. And yeah, not the ones from the UK, though, before anyone says they're illegal. Okay, <laughs> so, you, you said you, you had... <laughs> This massive enclosure is this one big enclosure with them all in, or are they separate? No, no, it's got a divide in the middle. Well, okay, so which species are you keeping together? I've got the common lizards, slow worms, and bombina in the one, but yeah, they can get through to the other side for this little gap they found. So, yeah, the little <laughs> bastards are managed to find a way of getting through. <laughs> well, they seem to be okay, but yeah, I do want to seal it a little bit, but. And then the green lizards are in the matter jacks. Lacerta bilidiata. That's the one. Is that how it's <laughs> I just, yeah, I just remembered it. <laughs> That's the one. That's oh, the yeah, one. off the top of his head. He just, he just yeah, remembered yeah. it. Didn't, didn't go on to John's Facebook page <laughs> at all. <Yeah. laughs> I don't know, I genuinely didn't. <laughs> you guys don't know that one, honestly. And then went into <laughs> pronounce.com and put these microphones uh, up. Google's, Google, <laughs> Google translate. I don't even uh, think I pronounced it right, so don't panic. <laughs> I can't pronounce half these names. I'm pretty sure it's Lakerta. Lakerta? Lacerta. I believe. Who gives a shit? I think John's... As long as we know what you mean, that's what, that's what it's about, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Why, make, why make things difficult when you don't have exactly. to? It's a universal language. <laughs> I can't speak English partly. <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't going to say anything, to be honest. It's, just that, it's that green lizard from the UK. John, <laughs> yeah. can, I, can I ask a question with regards to um, your reptiles that you keep outside? Have they ever bred successfully? Yes, I have, yes. I've right. had young from the common lizards and and the bombina as well, the albino bombina. Verigata, is that right, Danny? Verigata. Um, yeah, Verigata. Yeah. Something wow. like that. That's, uh, 
that's fantastic then so so you've also got that going on as well in your garden which is uh you know there's not a lot of people out there i don't think that have that have got that going on in the in their garden surprised, actually mate though you will be surprised there's quite a few that do it <clears throat> there are yeah. a few yeah, added to a group uh, added to this group um at some point and yeah, there's a, there's a there's a big Facebook group. It. It's yeah. quite good, yeah. Mind, yeah. I suppose if if that if that's what you're into, then you then you find people that is. But it's something yeah. that I'm really interested in. Um, I'd love to be able to get a setup outside and 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 leave them naturally, um, and give it them is, the right closure. Oh, it really is the best way to keep natives. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It really is. I think uh, obviously. Yeah, no, Sorry, me, me and Danny, we run the, um, that Facebook page called the Natural Reptile Keeper, and the ban yeah. the banner photo is actually one of yours. Um, and it's these yeah, it yeah, these two one, lizards, um, and there's there's loads of little pink flowers. Um, I'm not quite sure what species they are. Uh, I don't do things with legs. Uh, little pink flowers, and there's two little brown lizards. Yes, um, yeah, yes, the common lizards. Uh, I mean, like yeah, the the Okay. How, how awesome does that enclosure look? There's a small little snippet, but it look it's awesome. Like there's all these flowers and different bushes and whatnot and these logs, and it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing, and it's just this little piece of nature. Yeah, sitting yeah. there in your back garden, in the middle of wherever mm-hmm. the hell you live, and and mm-hmm. yeah, how do you choose the the plants and that that goes in the enclosure, John? I do oh, I've got to be honest. There wasn't too much thought into it. I had an idea. Onto the plant, heath, yeah. Just, you know, so I just pick the easiest, easiest species to grow. Yeah, that was it. It's probably the best way. That's probably the best way to do it. Really, actually, go. You could probably go to a local um, area where you would probably find that species, and just. Um, pick up a few yeah. bits and pieces from there. Yeah. yeah, you could. I mean, you could get a couple of uh, couple of little snippets. You didn't hear it from Reptile or Jill, but you know, <laughs> plant them and pop yeah. your teapot. <laughs> uh, I, I tell you, there's one thing that I've noticed throughout since John's been on, and he plays everything down like, oh, you know, it, it, it's just this, but things are working for you and you're very very modest you're obviously doing a fantastic job and i've I've seen how you keep your animals and they are absolutely kept in tip-top condition um so so you've got to take credit for that but but i know you play it down and you sort of like go oh do you know what yeah it's just it's easy really but (laughs) it's not that easy and and what you're doing is very recommended yeah i mean you know but, yeah, it's easy when you know what you're doing. You know, I'll, I'll come to yours and I'll help you make <laughs> it, help you plan it, but it's not, it's not that bad, you know. It's not well, okay, so, if, so if you <laughs> want to come around my house on Monday, I'll get the JCB <laughs> and we'll dig the entire garden up. Um, just don't tell what are you gonna do? What are you going to do if he actually turns up now? Well, uh, yeah. Let's go with his Fucking spade. Five. Well, with his spade, yeah, he's gonna have to fucking buy I haven't got the money yeah. for horror, JC. And his sheets, and his sheets of polycarbonate. Come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to spare you on some. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you up on that, John, without a shadow of doubt. Um, quick, quick, very quick question. Sorry, um, Mark. Does the you know the the polycarbonate sheets? Yeah. Do they have you any idea how much UV they block out, or is it not too much of an issue because of the mesh on top? It wouldn't really be an issue. No. Because open top. Um, it's 
opaque, so I'd imagine they wouldn't get anything through. Yeah. From what I, I wouldn't have thought they'd get anything through, but they get the basket from the top anyway. Yeah, no, that's it would be enough. It would be interesting but, if you got a piece spare just to put a UV meter underneath just to see what actually comes through. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I, I, I thought about keeping um, European tree frogs outside. Um, yeah. And I thought of having... Um, an enclosure with, with polycarbon or maybe like a, a greenhouse conversion or something um, and to see how much UV actually comes through. <clears throat> well, there there certainly are, them. yeah, there certainly are certain sheets that do let through a lot of UV. Um, yeah, specifically designed stuff, for it. It? it is very expensive stuff, yeah, but yeah. I mean, if you can get hold of it, then great, it would make a great greenhouse I or a conservatory. I suppose as well, you wouldn't have to replace all the panels if you had like a... Um, no, one or I two. Know, say, say it was, know, it was a, a 4x2 greenhouse, just a small one. You'd pr- probably yeah. only have to replace uh, the ones on the roof on the one side. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because you still want that kind of like... Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you don't want them to be overpowered. They need to, you know, still get away with it. I mean, you've obviously... Light bounces as well in reflex. So that UV, that UV is going to bounce around that little bit. With the whole um, mm-hmm. the leaf scatter theory, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, It's quite yeah. cool to look into. Um, I'll t- t- tell you one thing, John. Um, yeah. You do take some really bloody good photos, don't you? Oh, that's why I wanted to ask him, how does he do it? Well, which one were the ones I've put online recently? Well, for about oh, just, a while. Just in general. Yeah. I think just in general, you've took some fantastic pictures. I need to get back into it as well. You know, in the macro lens and using the proper camera, you know, because so, I've got a little so, bit lazy with the phones. If, do you know what, though? I think I think the cameras on the phones have got that good now. It is wow. easy, isn't it? Well, just to... you mentioned that. I've just put how well we... <laughs> Uh, H- Huawei <laughs> Mate H Pro. Like, I've got a DF- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Number forty-six, please. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I've got a Canon with different lenses and whatnot, and the photos. I get, yeah, same. There are reasonable, you know, good quality. This smartphone shits all over it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's only because, and, and and John will probably back me up here, that's only because you don't realise how to use the proper camera to its full potential. And I'm being deadly serious. It's not even that. It's with, when I use the DSLR, um, sometimes you kind of like, you're limited to the, what light you've got. So if, if the... Yeah, the, the art, isn't it? Well, yes, yeah, so yeah. you can play it around Direct with the art. Yeah, the art, isn't it? The yeah. art of... Uh, so sometimes you can have a photo, and if you haven't got a lens which doesn't let that much light in, then you end up having to run the ISO up, and then it becomes that little bit grainy. When you're using a smartphone, it doesn't matter whether it's pitch black or it's you know piercing what in a bright light. It just takes a nice photo. Um, yeah. Any yeah, how technologies keeping up? Yeah, I don't know. Still, I think it's as good as the old single lens reflex. Yeah. Think, if you get it proper, I think. I think the proof's in the pudding because when you look through the photos, don't talk to, that, don't talk to about pudding. I don't want to. When you look, I think I think there's proof in the non-carb um, pudding. <laughs> I think, yeah. <laughs> I think I think you can see 100% the difference. And the one thing I've noticed with the SLRs is when you zoom in, you don't sort of like distort the picture. And I know that yeah, on yeah, 
and that, that's, that, that, that's the difference as well. It's the sheer size yeah. of the photo. So with the DSLR, you can shoot in RAW. Um, yeah. You know, the, the actual physical size, if you want to talk in pixels, is massive. Whereas on a mm-hmm. phone, you're probably still only looking probably four, five thousand pixels wide. Yeah. So the the actual quality of the image is pretty good, but when you want to start blowing it up, it, it's crap. And that's not, not, not only that, yeah. not only that, but if you you know when you shoot in RAW, you get this huge, um, you know, option for editing. Well, massive option. It's quite, yeah. it's quite funny yeah. actually shoot, because uh, my new camera, you get a JPEG, don't you? And it's yeah. my it's new, my new phone, Danny. My new phone. I can shoot him raw on my phone. A gadget show. Um, is, <laughs> yeah, but is it true raw though? Or is it, does I, it just say I, it's raw? I don't know yet. I'm. Um, I'm just unfiltered. <laughs> in, well, tomorrow when yeah. every all my lights are turned on, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm yawning. Oh, oh my God! Oh, my God. Yeah, and, you're making yourself. You, you, you're tiring oh, yeah. yourself. Yeah, just, yeah, it's, all this, it's, all, it's all this new. Yeah, it's that little breakfast he had this morning. That's <laughs> <laughs> all it is. It's all the, it's all the bullshit he's talking. It's all the bullshit. <laughs> because he was also bullshit earlier about having so much energy. Now he's on these. Oh, you know what it is. Because you mentioned pudding, it just drained it out of me. Can I just say, right, you're all talking about all this bullshit, how fantastic cameras are, (laughs) but you can have the best camera in the world, but the person behind it, that's where I want to know. John, you take some fantastic pictures, right? Yeah. Whether you've got an iPhone or a, a or a smartphone, or you're doing it with an SLR, you've, yeah. you've got to get into the right position. You've got to get the lighting right, and you've got to be really, really patient. I should imagine, and and you know that's why I wanted to ask you these some of these amazing shots that you've got, where the tongue's in the perfect position, and, and you've just snapped it. You know how many pictures do you take to get that? One shot, seven hundred. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's just I mean, pure luck, I think. To be just honest, clicking away. So he plays it down luck, every yeah. time. It's just pure luck. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, rubbish at taking luck. photos. Not lying, so, you know, amazing skill. It is just pure luck. It's not, yeah, you know, that's the truth. I'm not, you know, I can't say I've. He's been, so do you he's set been up in again? I know. Do you set yeah, up in any way, or do you just literally lie there next to the animal and? And just click away. Yeah. And then look yeah, through them and go, yeah. that one looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's it, basically, yeah. <laughs> so you just but must spend is... half your life just <laughs> taking pictures. Because every time there's a there's a post, it's like, oh, John Campbell's got involved. All the anti's just gone right up through the roof. <laughs> the blue and old photos, mate. I'm quite old now. <laughs> I need to get back into it. I can't keep using the same photos. Well, you should get into it, mate, because I honestly think, and I think all three of us think you're you're really, really good at it. And uh, oh, you know, every time you you put posts out, everybody it blows everybody away. I mean, Danny's oh. done it once. Danny takes the main photo. No, he's only ever took one, <laughs> and he posts it every <laughs> time. Oh. The green tree part—that's that, yeah. a cracking yeah. photo for his mate. It is amazing. It is an amazing <laughs> picture. Yeah, no, he's got some skills, that lad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, well, it's easy, man. You can all do it. Got good photography skills. 
Yeah. It helps. It helps having six fingers. Exactly. I can press six different buttons at once. <laughs> <laughs> the, pro- the problem is when he, when he edits the photos, that extra finger gets in the way with the keyboard and he can't do it properly. Um, That's why I don't upload very many. So. <laughs> okay, so moving forward again, um, and this is something, obviously, I know you're, you're, you know you're a big part of the community at the moment, being with the West Midlands Hopetological Society. That's a really uh-huh. big mouthful for... 20 past 8. Whoever named it, that's an idiot, mate. That's what I'm saying. So let's talk about your frustrations with the hobby. Because um, obviously you are one of the biggest keyboard warriors around. Oh, yeah. Um, Allegedly, yeah. yeah. And so, a bogus account and all that jazz. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, so what what do you think that needs... What what do you think that the hobby needs a helping hand with? Well, I don't know. No, AK-47. No, anyway, um... <laughs> oh, sorry, I, can't... <laughs> I don't know, I think yeah, we sure. need to try and keep it positive more, you know, because we've got a lot, a lot of good, you know, people in the hobby, haven't we? We've got, you know... Yes. Everybody we seem to meet. Loads, and, um, loads of good people in the hobby. That's all. Awesome. You do get these idiots online. You know what I mean? These little, you know, pricks that think there's something special. Yeah. Funny boys and all that jazz. You know what I mean? Yeah, Hoss. Danny knows what I'm talking about, but yeah, you get these idiots that think there's something. You know what I mean? And all that, and they, you know, they talk loud and long. That's the thing, is as well. It's just like you know. When I first got to know Danny, I thought he was an absolute fucking twat waffle. I know, I know over the years, you know, yourself, John, and Danny have had run-ins as well. And, you know, it's all because we're sitting behind a keyboard and we're, we're talking to our own opinion before we're listening to others. So can, I, can, I, can I just say, I've never had a run-in with anybody. That's because you've only just come online. Yeah, Mate, stay, stay, stay offline. Though. That was my point entirely. That was my point entirely. I meet people face to face and talk about what I do and what they do. I find it really interesting what other people do. Yeah. You know, there's a big. I prefer that though, mate. I prefer that 100. I'd yeah. rather have these mixtures. You know, that's what it's all about. Yeah, because yeah. obviously, obviously, well, that's why we started the West Midlands Herpetology. Herpetological society. Herpetological. Well, de- def- definitely. Obvi- obviously, I'm no longer. Yeah, I'm no longer part of the. Yeah, obviously, I'm no longer part of the committee at the West Midlands Herp Society. But yeah, there's a reason why you know you were one of the people that were asked to come down to start with that because yeah. you're interested in the animals and you are interested in protecting the animals. And if someone needs to be knocked down a peg or two because they're waffling on too much, you were never afraid of doing that. Because it had to be about the animals, and I think that's what we all need to kind of remember that yeah. we keep reptiles exactly, because yeah. we enjoy working with animals. If I wanted exactly. to, if I wanted to argue with people, if I wanted to debate people, very, very, you know, muchly so all the time, and this is probably me being a little bit hypocritical because I do get carried away every now and again and kind of need yeah. to don't tell people. Don't we all? To, yeah. I'm guilty of that. Yeah. I, I don't, but if I'm honest with you. I I think, for for I a reason. I'm, I'm, I'm be in prison now if I get involved in, in the amount of arguments <laughs> that, that are going on yeah. out there. We all need to... If we, if we wanted to argue, then we should have took up law and politics and jo- joined the debate club 
Oh, we, yeah. we keep yeah. reptiles, it needs to be about the reptiles, it needs to be about the animals, and everything else basically just needs to go forth and fuck off. Um, well, exactly right, you say yeah. that, I, I think everybody should be able to put their opinion forward, okay? That's the world we live in, and I think that's... But, yeah, but people should stop opinion. being so... But I think there's people out there, they get so, everybody gets so sensitive and thinks, oh, oh no, yeah. like, forget all that. You put your opinion that's forward, that's fine. Snowflakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, bloody hell, you know, it's crazy. It is, you know, online sometimes you get so out of hand, you know. Well, you know, what happened to me? I questioned someone and I got caught a cock and a bogus keyboard warrior. Just to ask <laughs> well, 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 we, we, yeah, but, but you are, you are, you are a, fact, you are a, a cock. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, can't be the chicken bandy, you know what I mean? But that's the thing, I think these people that, you know, they're just, I'm just, uh, will you say I ain't that? going there, but God's going no. for months. No. I mean, you meet I mean, them, you know, I mean, you meet them, and they're nice as <laughs> So, I'll just... People are strange. But I think that's... I think, I think what we've all got to remember is a lot of things are said in the heat of the moment, and it's it, it, it said, it, it, you know, you're obviously passionate about your opinion, so it's put across that way. That's why yeah, I'm all about face-to-face, -face because yeah. then you can actually have that conversation and that debate with that person without it, yeah. without it sounding, you know one way or the other and you can't yeah, hear a tone in a, in, in, a, in a message we can't see the oh, tone because yeah. you, your beard hides half your face anyway yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's why you prefer face to face Mike because no one knows whether you're being serious or not because all they can see is orange beard yeah and do you know what when, when people start getting a little bit annoying I just kiss them and it shuts them right up welcome <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to be really annoying next time I see you. <laughs> you don't. You you can just sing to me, mate. I'll uh, I'll plant one on your lips, no problem. I was going to say, <laughs> can I just have a kiss anyway? <laughs> <laughs> That's mad. But yeah, but apart from all that, though, to be honest, I do love the hobby, and most yeah. of the people in it are great. Let's be honest, you know. Yeah. yeah. I've got quite a good, you know. It is good, you know. It's got to be it's us three years. Oh, you know what, right? You know how Julian Clare keep going, okay? John Campbell <laughs> is, you know, you know, you know. What, me? Am I just saying that? You know. And I swear to God, John is going to be cringing now because you have got the brummiest accent that we've ever had on our show. It's not even from Birmingham. <laughs> it really comes across, doesn't it? <laughs> you're, not, the phone. you're not. I hate the sound of my own voice. So I'll never play this. I'll, I'll never listen to this because I hate the sound of my own voice. Now you will. <laughs> John, John are, you, are you originally from Birmingham? Or yes, right. Yeah, yeah. I was hatched in the QE. Hatched <laughs> <laughs> in the QE. And then where, where did you move to, John? And we moved to no, Cornwall. No no, 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 no. He wasn't moved. He was deported to Cornwall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we moved to Plymouth, then we moved to Bristol, and then we moved to Yeovil. And I think we moved back up here when I was five or six. Basically, basically you're, you're just a bunch of pikeys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, so obviously we've, we've spoke about what you're, what you're currently doing. Um, we've spoken uh -huh. about your frustrations with the hobby 
and that you think everyone really is nice and everyone needs to shut the fuck up. So what what's yeah. your what's your plans for the future? Is there anything that you're looking at at the moment that you think, oh, I quite fancy that, or are there things in your collection that you're thinking, well, I've had my time with these, I've enjoyed them, I'm now going to move them on and make room for new projects? I don't know, to be honest, mate, that's a, a good question. I haven't really thought about it. I'm happy with what I've got. Um... <laughs> Glad you are. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, when you have these, have you got any larger species? Because um, I know a lot of yours. I mean, when we talk about your setups, and you well, can yeah. keep quite a lot of animals because he's just told uh, us what he's what he's got. He's happy with mice. Obviously, he's got a larger species. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Brick. <laughs> I'll, I'll just be quiet, shall I? <laughs> oh, she's such a no, to be honest, I haven't really got any any plans. Not really, no. Enclosures no are like a no uh, that you, you, you're going to slip in and shock us all. Oh, no, chance. No, never. 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 There's not something that, I don't know, say, for instance, I'll say, John... I'm I'm not saying this by by the way, um, but John, pick a pair of animals and I'll buy them for you. What would you choose? Yeah, right, a bit long pause, I need to think. We can edit the pause out. <laughs> You're gonna have to, because that's a good, that's a that's hard so, question. You, I haven't really you, got anything. You think, and I'll just make little noises in the background. That's what he does when he waits, or he's doing to me. You know it's that. The one with you walk in the joint. There's no way he's going to be able to concentrate with the big Listen to Reptile for karaoke classics. Animal-wise, I can't think of anything. Come on. Improving me enclosures, to be honest with you now. I can't make my mind up, you know, of what I want to do. Yeah, because you went out and well, bought loads of provives. You bought loads of provives, didn't you? I'm not convinced by them, mate. You know, they're not. You know, they're not great. You know what you need? An OSB three project. Okay. Mhm. I do like what you did with yours, but I don't know. I'm thinking, I don't maybe VivTech for some of them, and then I don't know, custom glass. Yeah. You know, Someone is making too much money. That's what it is. Too much money. Oh, wish. Come on. All right. Let's let's do it. Let's do a review of, on uh, on uh, ProVivs. Okay. Oh, right. Pro Plastic Vivs. Right. Well, the big ones. I've got four by two by two. Yeah, they seem to bow in their own weight. I don't mm -hmm. have them stacked on each other. They're in like a shelving system, so they're not. They've got no weight on top, but they still seem to bow. Right. And the customer service is shocking. So it's like I've just. I've given up, mm. you know what I mean? Oh dear, sorry, Provivs. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. This is not Reptile and Chill's view, this is yeah. solely John Campbell's. <laughs> See, I, I, really like, I really like the VivTechs, I love how clean they are, I love how, you know, oh, yeah. they are so professional looking. But, but for me at the moment, for one, for value for money, and secondly, how strong they are, these OSB3 Vivs that I've built, you know, they're, they're rugged and raw on the outside, but the inside, you know, it's all uh, polyresin and totally waterproof. And I they, can vouch for that. And they're just, just as strong. Come and have a look. 
I'm talking about I'm I'm knocking out a four foot Viv in, with the glass and runners for less than fifty quid. Yeah, I mean, so I'm doing that. I reckon I'm doing that, but it's only because uh, I've got a neighbour that 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 I can buy the sheets off, and he cuts them all up, and he's got a company that make wardrobes, so I can just go right. Here's my cutting list. If he, he sells them me for per sheet, so direct from the manufacturers, how much it costs him per sheet, he'll cut them up for me, and I literally, I'm a carpenter by trade, so I can glue them, screw together, glue them and screw them together, and, and order the glass for them. I reckon I'm on par with that, mate. Yeah, yeah. The, gla- and the glass is cheap. Hello, what happened? A lot, a lot of people think glass is expensive. Hello. It's cheap. Can you hear us, John? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, I I use six mil float. I don't use any form of toughened glass. I have all the edges um, rounded off. They're not. Yeah. Um, they quite literally. They do it with like a a, st- a stone almost, um, and it works really well. Stone and water. Yeah. Yeah. If if you're buying yeah. toughened glass, I think yeah, fair enough. If you're keeping. Um, I don't know, some massive monitors, or you're keeping some seriously large constrictor. Hello, can you hear me? I, I keep losing you. Yeah, we can hear you, Yeah, God. we can hear you, John. Can you hear us? John? He's gone, look. Oh, that's a fiver. Fiver. <laughs> oh, it's a fiver. Look, he's gone. No, I'm back, John. It was just um, all that did, mate. You just popped out and just to, to the cash point machine to get a fiver for reptile no, and chill. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I was saying, with the um, I use six mil glass. It's float, nothing special, rounded edges, and it works perfectly fine. And I pay, I think it's like eighteen pound for for two planes for a four foot viv um, it's not it's yeah. not expensive how at much all. it's so cheap 18 quid no I paid you know my the GTP tank yeah I got the yeah. two the two planes um, that was toughened glass um, you know with the rounded edges etc blah 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 and I think it was 15 pound yeah well, okay so, Mark, you, said that's expensive. you know what I have all the handles routed in as well Um mm-hmm. And the glasses, it's six mil. Is, were you saying that was expensive still? They can't, you will, Danny, uh, uh, Dan, Hoss, you can't router in the handles if it's not tough on glass, on, on float. If it's done on water, apparently. I've seen them do it. Oh, uh, okay. Um, hmm. yeah, like a laser, like a like um, water cutting. Somebody, if, I mean, so if somebody, somebody's running a bit of sandpaper over the top of some float glass, that'll be fine, but as soon as you cut into float glass, it'll no, so what, what he's break. doing, he has like, um, imagine like a big a big wheel with sandpaper on, like a, and then he a put, grinder. Yeah, he puts that in, in like a clamp. Underwater. Runs water over it and does it that way. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. It's um, just, yeah, it's just, just really, it's just those polish handles, isn't it? It's all it is, it's literally like yeah, a, yeah. Yeah, a yeah. rounded big. polish handle. Not, it's not like a hole, it's like a drilled hole or anything like that. It's no, like, no, no. I know, the, I know the kind of ones you do, you mean. But, um, oh, guys, guys, oh, we're going to be boring the listeners to death here. Right, yeah, we're, 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 it's just how, how to get glass into how to get handles <laughs> into a bit of glass. People <laughs> love this shit. Ah, but I, think, I do think we should. Do I think yeah, I think we should do an episode one day on 
the DIY aspects of keeping. Yeah, building can... knowledge and building. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's how. Uh, that's that's a good way to lose all of your listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think people. Some, a lot of people will enjoy that. To be fair. Um, can I put a fest? You could do like a little demonstration, can't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think me and Mike <laughs> yeah. putting the viv together whilst absolutely <laughs> Mike, right. Let me just get one thing right from the start at Carpet Fest. I will be in no fit state to put anything together. Oh, the Mexican guys going. Them two Mexican guys going. Mexican? Two Mexican guys? Yeah. Who? Underlayer, they going. <laughs> yeah, they'll be there. Oh, come on, break out the dad jokes. Come on. Oh, this, is what, this, is, this is what we got you on the podcast for. See, yeah. those of you who don't know John, right, um, he puts out a dad joke on a daily basis. Uh, you know what? We're going to read a couple out because I love them. Oh, they are quite good. I, th- I, th- I think we're selling him short there. I think it's safe to say that John Campbell is the king. Of dad jokes. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to say that. You know, yeah, I'm, 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 you there. I'm backing you the up The king there. of dad jokes. <laughs> so I'm, just, I'm just loading some up now. I stand by it. When did you start telling dad jokes, John? I've no idea, to be honest. Well, okay, so these new Fleet pages are full of them. So <laughs> this new Fleetwood Mac sat-nav is shit. It keeps saying you can go your own way no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually love that song as well. <laughs> so, a reptile-related one. Boy George's pet reptile has bitten five people in one day. I think he needs a karma chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> the more you drink, the better they get. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My dating website for chickens didn't turn out to be that financial success that I had hoped. I struggled to make hens meet. They're that bad, they're good. I could That's go the point on... there, isn't it? That's yeah, the point. absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. I could go yeah, on... You can tell your kids them, can't you? You, you, know, you don't need to worry about it. You can tell your kids. You can tell <laughs> <anyone>. <laughs> whilst, whilst we're talking about kids, John, and obviously you've got a uh, young... How old's Emily? How old's Emily? Yeah, how old's Emily? She's three in two months, mate. And is she taking any? Months, yeah. Obviously, you've got because you've got reptiles in the garden. Is she taking any interest in in the reptiles? I know you're out and about all the time looking for stuff. Yeah. Yeah, she has to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, she likes to hold the snake. She likes to. Uh, Go out hold looking. Little toads as well. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Go looking. She always has to go and you know have a look now. Yeah, but she seems to take an active interest. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, it sticks, and she, you know. Is that something that you've pushed, or something that she's kind of just got inquisitive about and asked to be part? I've pushed of? it, mate. I'm not going to lie. No. <laughs> 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 literally I've pushed her. Mistakes, yeah, because yeah, I've literally pushed her in the tanks. <laughs> I've, yeah. I've had them. that as well. So, like, my partner said, look, if she shows an active interest as Naya gets older, then yes, she can be involved with the snakes and the reptiles. But you're not to push it onto her and it's just like look like do i look like i like football my parents used to make me go to football practice every fucking week right do i look like i would ever enjoy running around a field 
Yeah, the bottom line is you can push them as much as you want. Yeah, in in the hopes that they 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 will you yeah. know take an interest. So ultimately, it's up to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah I will. Yeah. I will show her. I will introduce. If mm-hmm. she shows the slightest bit of interest, I'm running with it. Oh she, God, yeah, that's she, what I've done. Slightest bit of interest. Naya's cuts in the middle of 13 tanks. <laughs> oh, she just pointed okay. at that one. She definitely yeah. loves it. Put this yeah, she loves it. If she shows interest, she will have a crocodile for her fifth birthday. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Fifth? Wait, she's waiting that long. But it's been sensible, right? Yeah, that's, a, that's a good question for John. Have you ever thought of going down the DWA route, mate? Not really, mate. No, no, I've got no interest at all. To be honest. I like the ones that do do it, you know what I mean? It's a good, yeah. you know. I've got an interest in the people that do it. Yeah. yeah, but for me, no, mate. So not is even it, with. Is it, is it I think if you go get... down well, you're going to get bitten. I think so. To be honest, yeah, <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's easy to switch off, isn't it? I think. Yeah. It's... Yeah. For me, it'd be easy to switch off. I like, go in my state room to relax and chill out, and if I've got something there like that, I'm not going to be able to relax anymore. But you know, I get the love for it. Don't get me wrong, I do get why people do it, and I do think you know. Fair play to people that do it, you know, it's great. No, but at the same time, I think me, you know, we all keep for different reasons, though, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 100%, yeah. I'm exactly the same. I don't really have any interest in it. I, I absolutely love, you know, all all, all of them, all snakes, Yeah, yeah anything. Totally. I think they're all amazing, but um, for me, I, I, I know damn well I'll get bitten. There's, yeah, too, there's yeah. too much of a worry for one of my kids to get bitten. Yeah, exactly, um, yeah. You know, I mean, you can safeguard a room all you want. There's always a, a, a potential... A moppet that can go in there. Well, exactly. Well, <laughs> that? That's my right, dad. me. Yeah. Me. That's me, mate. <laughs> well, yeah, but, but, I mean, these people that keep them, they've got to be quite regimented, haven't they, on what they do and well, when yeah, they do it. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I've got, I have, I've got massive respect yeah. for these people. I'm it's not, not relaxing for me then, though. Do you know what I mean? It's not. No, it's not a yeah, hobby then for it me. But no, it's everyone's not. Different. Everyone's different. Everyone's different. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't really matter. Enjoy um, different. Sorry, it doesn't really matter how well you want to lock it up. So my dad had a garage with a beer, two padlocks on it, and those keys were always in his bed. He's, he's one of his bedside tables. Um, for that out of the way oh mate plenty of times I've split my head yeah. open on the bricks in there I've played with Stanley Blades I shouldn't have nearly <laughs> took my hand off yeah. I've, I've yeah. done all sorts so explains a few yeah. things yeah well if, if my dad kept cobras you know sure of if eggs or eggs I would have got bitten by now 100% yeah. um, because I was an yeah. absolute demon child and if I wasn't allowed I bloody well was you're in change, <laughs> isn't it? No, not at all, really. Um, I, think, I think that's where you've got to have the respect for the people that do keep them. And oh, 100%, yeah. Absolutely, Absolutely yeah. yeah. I know, I've got... John, you said you, you wouldn't feel comfortable in that environment. No, no. Look, but at you the same time, when, I when think... When you're in that too. environment, looking through, looking through the glass at them, and you, they are <clears throat> some of the most beautiful animals you can come across. Oh, yeah, 100%, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I do I, get I'm it. Saying, Don't get me wrong, I do get yeah. it. Yeah, I'm I'm exactly the same. I, I have huge respect for the people that keep them, the people that work with them on a day to day, the you know basis. Um, <clears throat> for me, I do. I, I see the 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 um, the massive interest in um, have 
having animals that are exciting that, and that keep you on your toes and, yeah. you know, give you that adrenaline rush a little bit, you know. Um, and I think that's probably what most DWA keepers, uh, uh, you know, look for. Um or sort of thrive on to a to a degree, you know. Julie yeah. would probably disagree, but you know, <laughs> to a degree, I think people like the fact that it's exciting, you know. And it, okay, and it, it's a challenge. It's a challenge, okay. isn't it? You know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. But for me, I've got I've got exciting animals, um, you know, that, that that test me and keep me on the toes enough for me. Do you know what I mean? And then I've got yeah. the, the you know a few other animals that are really chilled out, you know, that I can literally just put my hand in the tank, pick yeah. it up not worry about it at all put it straight in my daughter's hands because i know i know it's going to be absolutely fine you know i mean i know i can keep an eye on its head and she can have a you know a good hold of it and really appreciate it for what it is blah blah blah. yeah you you can't do that with venomous exactly yeah 100 mate 100 that's what i'm coming from definitely okay definitely yeah before we start to wrap the show up um has anyone got any more questions? I want to know if John is having a beer at the Christmas <clears throat> party. I think so, mate. It all depends on your life. If she's coming, for sure, drive. <laughs> if she drives, then I can drink. Obviously, I've got. I've got to negotiate. I've got. Danny's, a Danny's staying at mine that night. Yeah, well, oh, sorry, <laughs> Danny, yeah. Are you coming? Are you, John? If you if no, you can't get, you are. <laughs> John, no, if you come on, Danny. We've already we've already booked the um the pretend police wag- wagon to come and arrest him on Friday night. And <laughs> was that true, by the way? That as well. What you said about that thing. Yeah, yeah. So there the is a company that, that 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 do it just as a service. I should I should have managed it's used for like stag do's and whatnot, but they yeah. come and arrest. They come they and arrest you. Yeah, that is actually brilliant. If your missus won't let you out. <laughs> <laughs> How would you explain that? That's the thing. How would you explain it? Well, you're, oh, no, you're going to have There's definitely better ways of doing it. Some, some of yeah. us, some of us, uh, the, the, the wives are used to it. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. There's a bullshit filter. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, John, yeah. if, if your missus can't drive down for whatever reason, I've got a spare bed. You're more than uh, welcome to stop at mine. Um, That's a good idea. You, yeah, won't, be, you won't be safe in my house if I've had a drink. But oh, no, you no, were more than so, uh, I mean, you so will, ass in the morning, mate. You'd be riding me like a donkey, wouldn't you? You'd be riding me like a donkey. I'd be riding you like a rhino, mate. What are you on about? I'll tell you what, a horse. You'd be holding yeah. me on, wouldn't you? It'd be a hair like an ass. Like a hoss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Grab it, right, I've, got, I've, got, I've, got, I've got one last question. Serious on, question. If I could... If if I could give you a plane ticket to anywhere in the world to see any yeah. animal you wanted to, where would it be and what would it be? Ooh, um, it's another tough one, isn't it? Yeah, putting him on the spot a lot, a lot tonight. I'm gonna be boring now, mate. I'm gonna say something like Milos or Corfu because I don't know. I just feel like I like. I'd be more excited there than anywhere else. But that, that's where your passion is. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's not boring that, to you, that's the thing. Yeah. And, and as that, well, it's so much might easier. Be Florida again. It's yeah, so much yeah. easier to get the missus to go to Corfu than oh, to course, take her yeah. halfway across Vietnam. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. It's a safer, more family-friendly alternative. So I'm, I'm yeah. well happy with that. <laughs> yeah, awesome. 100%. Are you coming to the party next week then, Dan, yeah? I'm there. I'm no. there. I'm Dan, there. Dan, Dan's yeah. there as well. Dan. 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 
You always complaining, oh, I never get to do anything because you guys live so far away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sunday again, you're letting us down because I can't come you're out. It's and... Sunday. Uh, this Norfolk, this Norfolk border thing's bollocks, man. It's absolute <laughs> bollocks. Leave him playing along. The border's fine. You know, we're going to get a good Brexit deal for you. And, uh... <laughs> it's not like the walking dead down there, then, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. Ben, yeah, mate. Okay, so one final question. Um, okay. Where can that people... was the final question, wasn't no, it? No, this is the final, final question. <laughs> oh, you stole the final question, you bastard. Right, okay. So, <laughs> where can people find you or get in contact with you? Have you got a Facebook page or anything? My ass. Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mate. Well, I got <laughs> Onto your bump. In, in, in his fucking car. <laughs> yeah. In his yeah. car. I tell you what, I hope you have your car keys on you because you've got some gin on you. <laughs> oh, <around>. yeah. <laughs> Officer, I honestly, I haven't gone anywhere tonight. I'm doing I a swear. podcast. Yeah, that's what the old. I ain't say, joking, mate. lads. I think yeah. I've got a flat battery at the moment. <laughs> right. da- Danny will come down and give you a jump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so oh, well. what's your Facebook page and how can people find it? Well, I've got a Facebook page. It is. It's um, what was it? What do I call it now? Oh, JC's her pub. JC's her pub. JC's her pub. Get on it, guys. Well, honestly, try it there. Try it. Have a have a what? Have a look at it. He, uh, you, I'm trying to update it. When you I get you time played time. everything down. To, you played everything down tonight, and uh, I don't think you've given yourself enough credit. But uh, have a look at it, yeah, and you'll see. Anyway. Um, some of the stuff that uh, that John does, and he does some amazing things for the hobby, um, and also produces some absolutely fantastic reptiles. Yes, yeah. and obviously, obviously, he's part of the West Midlands <laughs> Herpetological Society. So, if you want to check those guys out as well, please do. E, we have some calendars left. We have about ten. They should be arriving tomorrow morning, hopefully. So <gasps> they didn't arrive today. No, they didn't. Bring in XDP you that was down. They would be arriving. They, they promised what me. STD. <laughs> you say STD. <laughs> XDP. Get some cream for that, mate. You know, you know, you get, the, get the crab paste in the go. Yeah, fuck the calendars, mate. You need the doctors. When are we sending well. them out? Right, so <clears throat> they should be with me on tomorrow. Um, and I well once I've fathomed out what I'm putting them in to send them out, um, which should be hopefully in the next few days. Um, so if you have purchased one of them, thank you. It's going to a really good cause. We still have t-shirts and hoodies for sale. Again, we've had quite a few orders this week. So again, thank you guys for purchasing those. Again, that's all going towards Mental Health UK. Orders were placed yesterday for anybody that's ordered them, Indeed. so they will be out within the week. We have now just confirmed the date for Carpet Fest. So that is going to be Saturday, the 3rd of August. Um, underlay, underlay. Underlay, underlay. Um, <laughs> It's going to be absolutely amazing. We're going to have a barbecue. There's going to be loads of beer. We're going to have different people from different companies like Arcadia, Reptile Systems, Bioactive Herbs, and so forth. And they're all going to have little stands to show their products off and whatnot. We are going to be having some form of inflatable bouncy castle. 
No, we're not having an oh. inflatable bouncing oh, you castle. You want that stupid bungee Why not? thing, don't you? So, no, I want a, um, a, a, a rodeo. That's what I want. Oh, okay, no problem. So, <laughs> Mike Phelps said there's going to be a rodeo. Yeah, it's, it's called it's called the Hossio. It's been tried and tested before at Mark, Mark Plymouth. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so we're, all, we're also working on a bird display and reptile display as well. So hopefully once that's confirmed, we can let you guys know a bit more. Um, but that is about it for this week, guys. Um, thank you for listening. And John, thank you for coming on, man. Giving up yeah, thanks, so, thanks, thanks for coming on, John. You're an absolute no problem, dream, I'm sorry if it was shit. Hey, you know, <laughs> the, the only thing shit about this... I just to sleep. Yeah, the only thing shit about this podcast is Danny's beard. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for that night. Good night. Oh! Good night, everyone.